People say that they are a procrastinator, like it's their identity. And I will push back on that. It's not your identity. It may just be a habit that you have because of your mindset or relationship with failure. I'm a professional mentor and coach, and I believe that your biggest goals and your wildest dreams can come true through small and simple changes. Follow along and let me show you how you can grow by degree. Hey everybody, I'm so excited to be recording another episode for you guys today. I am still in San Diego just recording a few episodes uh, while I have the quiet time so if there's background noise I cannot control it (laughs) so I'm sorry in advance but I'm really excited about this topic it's just blown my mind honestly I haven't thought about procrastination in this way ever before So hopefully you're just excited as I am. Ultimately, the goal of this episode is to help us all, because I'm right here with you, gain more awareness around where you're currently at in this arena. And you know that it's uh, so important to experience an awareness phase to make any true lasting change. It's so helpful to know where you're currently at. So you can make an intentional change in your life. So this can be a really, hopefully a really powerful tool for you as you work to overcome your procrastination habits and uh, start getting things done. Start making progress with your goals and your ambitions in life. So this podcast is based on the work of Linda Sapodin and Jack McGuire. They wrote... A very awesome book that is called The Six Styles of Procrastination and How to Overcome Them. I'm obviously going to give you a very, uh, hopefully robust, but uh, also short review of the book um, and my interpretations. Um, But I encourage you to head over to their work as well if this really piques your interest because it can be so helpful. So they did a really beautiful job of defining these six different styles and separating them under two types of procrastination. The first type is anxiety-driven procrastination. And the second type is boredom or low frustration tolerance type of procrastination. So to dig in, we're going to start with anxiety types. But before we get into that too much, I want to give you a bit of a spoiler, but I think it's really helpful to think of this at the very beginning because they've drawn the line between procrastination and our relationship with failure. And every single one of these types have a relationship with your mindset around failure. And I could, I could say all procrastination is is you and your relationship with failure. That's that's what it is right out of the gate. 
if you are a big procrastinator, if you're a person that procrastinates a lot, I would take a deep dive look into your relationship with failure. How do you feel about it? How do you how do you respond to failure? What have you done in your life to resist failure or do you accept failure? Now, this is really interesting because my last podcast was all about never failing again. It was all about your mindset around failure. So please go listen to that podcast because if you can gain some awareness around your mindset around failure and improve that relationship that you have with failure, I honestly believe overcoming procrastination is going to become much easier once you have some awareness and start making progress towards a healthy relationship with failure Um, or deciding not to fail. (laughs) Uh, because my whole last podcast, again, was all about how you don't ever have to fail again. And really, in other words, it's just having a positive, helpful, and productive relationship with failure. So, let's dig in. Anxiety procrastination. (laughs) Okay, so the first anxiety-driven procrastination style they call the worrier. So tell me if you relate to this. You have a big goal. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to uh, get a new job, change your career. You want to challenge yourself in some way. But you have the thought, man, if I try this, I'm so afraid I'm going to fail. I've certainly experienced that for sure. The worrier has a mindset of if I try, I'm going to fail. And when you have this mindset, it can stall you out. It'll stall you out on all of your goals and dreams because you're so worried about failing that you have a hard time even trying now, I want to I wanna insert this caveat. I believe we can jump from procrastination style to procrastination style. And I've certainly, in some ambitions in my life, have experienced this worrier style of procrastination where I put off my dreams or I make them less important or I downplay them or I don't do them at all because I'm afraid I'm going to fail. In in future episodes, I want to dive into resolving some of these, but right now I really want to dig into just awareness around them and give you an opportunity to think about where you're at and how these styles show up for you before we resolve for them because it's so, like I said, the awareness phase is so important. The second anxiety-driven procrastination style is perfectionism. So the perfectionist is very concerned about not only doing the work perfectly, but also how your work will be regarded by others. This perfectionist is so concerned about how people will see their work or see them for doing their work. And really, 
with any type of perfectionism, you're really seeking control of all outcomes and the process. (laughs) So you feel like you need to control the process, you feel like you need to control the outcomes, and when you're so focused on that control, then it's really difficult to make or take action. So again, the perfectionist believes unless it's perfect, I am going to fail. And so then we kind of stall out. This final one is something that I talk to students about every single day in my professional career. And that is the overdoer. It's overdoing it. It's a person that says yes to so many things and then they're afraid that they can't get it all done. And, uh, and then it's also another another big part of it is you have this all or nothing mentality. So even if you don't have a lot on your plate, you might believe like either I'm studying for six hours or I'm not going to do it at all. If I can't do this big, huge movement towards this goal, then I'm not going to do it. It's like, I don't know if you guys have heard of like the 75 summer. It's like a really, really intense uh, diet and exercise plan that uh, that you do during the like three months of summer. A lot of people are doing that right now that I know of. Um, my husband and I, we tried this during the summer of COVID. And so um, we made it like two and then we stalled out and we didn't finish it and uh it's it's really intense like two workouts a day and um you have to drink like a ton of water and like just really intense health restrictions and diet restrictions and um and we certainly had that all or nothing mindset so it was like we had we had done no working out prior to that time and then we decided we're going to do this challenge and uh, it was like a big huge change and it only lasted for a couple of weeks and uh, when we started to see that we had a difficult time maintaining all the expectations of this big workout regime then uh, then we just stalled out completely and went back to not working out at all. This is so, so common with our goals. We see this big goal for ourselves and we feel like we have to make this big, big change. And the change that we may choose is likely unsustainable. And so we, our brains will start to tell us, especially if we start to slip, all of these things about ourselves. We start to feel terrible about ourselves and what we're able to do. And we've kind of, I guess you would say, bitten off more than we can chew. And so then we end up stalling out and not completing that project or that goal. So again, the anxiety-driven procrastination styles. Worrying, meaning if I try, I'm going to fail. Perfectionism. If it's not perfect, I'm a failure and overdoing it. All or nothing, if I don't accomplish everything, I am a failure. 
Do you relate to any of these? (laughs) Please, please, please start to pay attention to what your mindset is around these things and try and be specific. It might feel like worrying and perfectionism is pretty much the same, um, but it's not. Perfectionism is, again, about control and also concerned about what others are going to think of you. Worrying is that really deep fear of failing. Um, that also may have a an element of worrying about what people are going to think of you. But it's not so much about control when you're the worrier. It's, it's more about just not wanting to fail. Okay, now I'm going to move to the next set, which is boredom. Again, this is also called low frustration tolerance, which I really, really like that. I just want to ask you, have you, when was the last time you were truly bored? Like when, when were you bored last? Because before I had my phone with like internet access, which I feel like I sound like I'm doing that thing where I'm making myself seem old, but um, <clears throat> I was a teenager when this happened, right? when I didn't have a phone with internet access. And so I remember going to doctor's offices or the DMV, like somewhere where you had to be and literally not having anything to do. And that was so challenging for me. (laughs) In fact, I really struggle with boredom, but I've heard so many people talk about how boredom is actually really healthy and important but my brain resists it so much. So um, I can relate to these three types as well. But um, yes, I love how they also call boredom that low frustration tolerance. Because boredom is, in my mind, a form of frustration. Frustration that you like want to do something and you can't. Or there's nothing to do. (laughs) Um, In fact, I'm struggling with that today because I've got to check out of my hotel room by 11. And my husband's conference is over at 4. And I have literally been anxious about what I'm going to do (laughs) between 11 and 4. We're staying at a resort, y'all. There are things to do. But I'm still so worried about that five-hour gap of, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm like experience my, I'm experiencing low frustration tolerance today right now. So I just, I'm right here with everybody <laughs> in the awareness phase of trying to figure out how this is playing out in my life. So the three different types. So the first type is the crisis maker. These are the people that feels you need drama in order to get stuff done. It's it's that excuse that you typically hear with procrastination that like, I do my best work at the last minute. Do you hear that ever? I've heard that so many times. That last minute I can be so productive and get so much done. When that pressure is on, then I'm gonna get so much done. But in this book and in other research that I've discovered, actually, that's not true. That's actually not true. 
performing under pressure does not actually mean that you do better. You might be more productive because because work kind of fuels the time that you give it, right? So like you might be more productive, but that's just because you're actually giving that task the time, but that's not necessarily true that that pressure will will give you your better work. It's the belief that without pressure, you're going to fail. So again, another element of fear of failure. Okay, the next boredom style is the dreamer. The dreamer is believing that it should be much easier than it is. This shouldn't be so hard. I hear this all the time when when I'm guiding students through classes. Like, this should be a really easy class for me. I should be able to do this much quicker. Weight loss. I should be able to gain the weight much quicker. It shouldn't be this hard to lose weight. It shouldn't. Here's the thing. And I've said this before and I will say it a million times. Thinking in shoulds and should nots, it's coming from judgment. When you think this should be this way or it shouldn't be this way, that is a judgment thought. And it's just good to know that that's the place that you're coming from when you use that word should or should not. Okay. And when we come from a place of judgment, it's really difficult to grow. When we're judging, it's difficult to expand our minds because we have a locked mindset when we're judging. When we have those should thoughts or should not thoughts, you just want to pay attention to that and ask yourself, do you want to keep it? Do you want to keep that should or should not thought? Or do you want to explore a different way of thinking about it? And really, it's like, again, moving from judgment to curiosity. Instead of like, should, this shouldn't take this long, you could ask yourself, why, I wonder why it's taking me this long. <laughs> I want, or I wonder why I think it shouldn't. Like, moving to curiosity is going to be the breeding ground for growth. And curiosity is the antidote to judgment. Being curious will cure your judgment. It will help you move away from judgment. So yeah, the dreamer believes wishes, wants, hopes that it is easier than what it is. And the way that failure is looped into this, it it starts to become I shouldn't it shouldn't be this hard, so I may as well just fail. Or may as well just not do it. <laughs> In other words, right? So again, it's like it might even be like that fear of failure. So you're just gonna take in action, uh, that fear of actually doing it because you don't believe that you believe that it should be a certain way, I guess. So the dreamer, it shouldn't be this hard. So I may as well just fail. Okay. The last low frustration tolerance or boredom style of procrastination is the defier. This is when you have a task to do that seems so mundane and monotonous that you feel like it might be beneath you. Now, I want to really, really push this. When we are in the awareness phase, we want to, again, approach it with curiosity 
not with judgment. Or else you will block yourself from the awareness that you can unlock. If you judge yourself, then you're making yourself miserable and you're not going to be able to learn. So if you align with any of these, I just want you to, I don't want you to judge yourself for thinking the way that you do. I want you to just be aware of it and then just be curious about why you do that. So when, when we talk about the defier phase, if any of you are falling into this, don't judge yourself for it. It's just one of these phases. Everybody's got it. <laughs> Everybody's got some form of this. So in the defier phase, you feel like you might be above those mundane, monotonous tasks. And then you have, again, another one of those should thoughts. I shouldn't have to do this anyway. So I am going to just choose to fail. Like, I shouldn't have to do this. So I'm going to just not. <laughs> um, I've heard this so much in my professional career with like tasks that in a lot of people's minds should be done by somebody else. But when we start to really focus on like, I shouldn't have to do this, then we just don't make progress with it. Um, again, another thing that I think of with defying is like simple house chores or taxes. Just It's just good to be aware if you're having thoughts like this. And by the way, there are solutions. Like, you can always get someone to do your taxes for you. But you still have to do it. <laughs> you still have to pay taxes. Whether you do it yourself or you get someone to do it for you, you pay someone. Those are all examples of ways that I've felt like I've experienced the defier style of procrastination. Okay, so I'm going to hit these again. I just want to I want to hit them again because I want you to be able to really kind of sort which ones that you are. Um, and by the way, again, you could jump from style to style and it could just depend on that, uh, that task that you have to do. But again, the worrier, if I try, I'm going to fail. The perfectionist, unless it's perfect, I'm a failure. The overdoer, it's all or nothing. And if I don't accomplish everything, I am a failure. And then when we go into boredom, the crisis maker, I perform better under pressure and without pressure, I will fail. The dreamer, it shouldn't be this hard, so I may as well not do it. I may as well just fail. The defier, I shouldn't have to do this anyway, so I'm going to choose to fail. All right, so I want you to take some time and think about which one of these or multiples of these procrastination types you see yourself doing. And I really want you to gain some awareness. Again, in this awareness phase, I really want you to gain some awareness about it. So I want you to think of examples in your life where you've experienced these different styles of procrastination. And if you want to stop procrastinating, you need to know why you're doing it first. You might discover that you just have a fear of failure. And it doesn't mean that you're lazy and it doesn't mean that you're not capable because sometimes when we, when we are procrastinators, we think that means that we're lazy. <laughs> we think that means that we're not doing things right or there's something wrong with us. But actually a fear of failure is so normal and it's actually solvable. Like you could hack it. 
People say that they are a procrastinator, like it's their identity. And I will push back on that. It's not your identity. It may just be a habit that you have because of your mindset or relationship with failure. And if you can address how procrastination shows up for you, then you can start to address your mindset and relationship with failure. And then you can start to take action and make progress and see progress and start to get to a point where you focus on results and you see some results. Right now, I really, like I've said a million times, I really want you to focus on awareness so we can get you to the right results for you. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I will uh, touch back again with some practices that you can implement to start moving past procrastination and start taking some action. Take care, everybody. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Grow by Degree podcast. Hit that follow button to get all the updates and recent episodes. And you can find me at the Grow by Degree podcast on Instagram. Have a good day.